I want to talk to you about AMAC. They're our sponsor, the sponsor of this half hour for The Blaze. Um, this, this is the Association of Mature American Citizens. And I want to tell you why I think you, they need to be a part of your life. Uh, AARP works against you. Um, right now in Washington, AMAC voter fraud petition is going on. They have 165,000 signatures. It's growing every day. The petition is active in D.C. It's going to the state governors, attorney generals, secretary of states, state legislatures, members of the U.S. House, the Senate, attorney general, the Department of Justice. They are a way to mobilize people and to... Um, and to get some things done, you don't get this kind of active activism from, uh, you know, uh, AARP. In fact, you get the opposite kind. Stand with AMAC as they fight the good fight. Become a member. Get all of the great benefits that you should get. Uh, it's uh, amac.us slash Beck. That's amac.us slash Beck. Last hour of the show. Next. Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. It's Thursday. A Pennsylvania elementary school principal has filed a lawsuit against the school district that fired her because she shared a meme. And the meme was a big picture of a potato, and it said, This is a potato. If this potato was running against Joe Biden, I'd vote for the potato. She lost her job. But the woman who threatened as a legislator uh, in uh, Michigan threatened Donald Trump supporters over a third of the nation, at least. She threatened them, called on her soldiers to take action and to make them pay. She didn't lose her job. What kind of world do we live in? What kind of world do we live in? Well, I'll tell you. A world that might surprise those on the left. I'll explain in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Our sponsor is Omaha Steaks. The holiday season is not complete until you get the deluxe grillers assortment from Omaha Steaks. I mean, in that, in that what you do, I mean, we put up the tree and then we have... Really? Don't do that? Anyway, it is a great, great Christmas gift for anybody. Fill your belly with the best quality meats. Right now, you can get the Deluxe Grillers Assortment, which has everything in it you want, plus four free burgers and a digital meat thermometer at an exclusive price. To see what you're getting and to see how low the price is, just go to omahasteaks.com. Enter the code BECK into the search bar. That's where you're going to get all of the specials and the extra burgers and, and everything else. It's Omaha Steaks. It's not just a steak. It is guaranteed fantastic as a gift and a safe, a safe, way, to, a safe way to uh, share the joy of the season. It's omahasteaks.com. Type in the code BECK in the search bar. Shop the gourmet grill packs today. Great opportunity to get ahead in some of your holiday shopping, you know, even if it is for yourself. Omaha, I'm just saying, omahasteaks.com, omahasteaks.com, promo code BECK. 
What kind of world do we live in? Who are the people around us? It feels as though you are outnumbered, but they have to stifle people to make you feel that way. They have to make people afraid to speak out, to make you feel alone. If they didn't use these the strong arm Marxist tactics of bullying, you wouldn't feel alone. Do you know that Facebook actually changed the uh, status of BLM at the very beginning? It wasn't trending. And so activists bullied them into it. And they got them to artificially insert BLM into trending, even though it wasn't. So you're not alone. But it feels like it, doesn't it? Yesterday, I, I spoke to people who felt alone. And last night, I got an email in from a woman named Kelly. She said... I may have watched a previously recorded show just now. I don't know, but the message I heard was so strong. I had to reach out. Glenn discussed hopelessness, suicide, and the death of his mother as a kid. I don't really know this guy, nor do I regularly watch the Glenn Beck program. However, what he said about feeling like one is already dead, but still how somehow still just breathing and walking. It struck a chord with me. A year of what could be described as mild medical torture and the loss of our rights and our normal lives is taking its toll. And I know I'm not alone, but what Glenn said today actually gave me strength. I cried while he spoke, but immediately after I fixed my face, I decided that I am going to stand and I am going to fight. I'm going to fight for myself, for my husband, for our pets, for anybody who is out there feeling this type of despair I'll fight in the memory of my uncle who died of suicide when I was 13. Thank you so much for the incredible message and putting your heart on the sleeve on a broadcast that somehow or another I was able to watch at the very moment in time I needed it. Thanks. The fight's not over. Thanks, Kelly. Nathan stuck out in the email that I read yesterday. He wrote in, he said, I've been listening to for years, but the last two years I've listened almost every day. And I can tell lately you're struggling and are afraid. Let me just stop here for a second. I think Yoda said it right. When Luke looked at him and said, I'm not afraid. And Yoda said, you will be. You will be. I'm not afraid because fear I know comes from the dark side. But I have a healthy understanding of what we are facing. And what you're hearing is not fear. What you're hearing is. Quite honestly, defeat at the same time as determination. I realize now that we have passed all of those exits. If you've listened to me for a long time, I told you there would come a time when we passed all the exits and the bridge would be out. We are now at that Doc Brown, Marty McFly moment of, I don't know if we're going to make it to 88 miles an hour. 
and I have questioned how could I have done things differently and how can I do things differently now to not repeat the Obama year? <laughs> I mean, when Obama was in president, it was president. We fought a certain way and then the left fought the same way, except really dirty. And now we're in the opposition place again. And how are we going to open up hearts? How are we going to open up minds? And we are facing now the very real likelihood that our voices are going to be suppressed because they already are. But I am not afraid because I know I am not alone. And that's what he writes. I want you to know two things. You're not alone. Millions of people are right there beside you. I'm one of them. I want you to know if you ever need anything, I'll be there. The second message is, I've been thinking about this week when you shared your experience with the powers of darkness during a dream. It's something we don't talk openly about in our church, but I've struggled with those experiences my whole life. But there is not growth without opposition, and there is a lot of opposition right now. It means we're all growing right now. God will not let the powers of darkness gathered against you or me be more than we can handle. It's not going to be easy. I'm praying for you. And I'm going to add your name to the prayer rolls. Stay strong. Strong, not hard. Strong bends, hard breaks. Nathan, thank you so much. And you're absolutely right. We are being taught. I am a stronger man today than I was 10 years ago. I'm a stronger man today, certainly, than I was 20, 25 years ago. I know what I believe. I know who I am. I know what I'm willing to fight for and what I'm not willing to fight for. And most importantly, at this point in my life, I truly know what's important. And the only thing that is important is my faith and my family. And I include you in my family. We're all brothers and sisters. And I don't care what you believe. I really don't. We've had some struggles in our home in the last few days and it's been really difficult but I I know what's worth standing up for I know what is true and I know what's true about my children I know who they are whether they want to admit it or not. I am married to an amazing woman. I have amazing children. Hannah is the only one that has been married, and she picked just the perfect guy. I am so grateful This is the problem with our society right now. We have it better than any time 
ever in the history of all mankind, and yet we complain. If I would go back at any time, I go back to 1950, 1970, 1870, 1683, the year 30, and I would explain half of what we have. I would tell anybody, I would tell the kings of what the average person has in America. Even I could go back and talk to the kings of the past and describe what the poorest among us have. And they would think they were surrounded by great riches. And yet, we fail to see the things that are good. And we're failing because we don't know our own history. And we have people that have come in and friends, family, educators, media that have slowly just chipped away at our belief that things are good and things are going to be better tomorrow. That we're about to lose everything, including our souls. You know, it's, it's Hanukkah begins today. And I was looking at Hanukkah. And what, and what it really means, what the story is really about. Alexander the Great had marched through Persia, today's Iran. And then into Israel. And a cultural change began especially in Persia, in the Jewish community in Persia, what started with a few pebbles of assimilation turned into an avalanche of transformation. They were there, and they wanted to assimilate. They wanted to be part of the culture. And over a third of the Jews embraced the Greek culture at the expense of their own culture. They're Hellenists. That's what they were called. They ate pork. They reversed their circumcision. I don't know how you even do that, and I don't want to know. Can you, I mean, if, I like, if, I, if I'm like giving up all of my traditions, I'm not saying, hey, go back to work on that body part, will you? I say, just leave it alone. Anyway, they bowed to the Greek idols, and much of the population, listen to this, began to hate themselves and their heritage and their traditions they began to hate themselves so much that they sided with Israel's enemies. About a hundred years after Alexander's death, just as the transformation of the Jewish culture was nearly complete, there was a huge rift in the Greek empire. And Israel was occupied. And the Greek army came in and they exerted a very heavy hand against the Jews. They forced Jews to finance their own war through collection of taxes. They forced the Jews to quarter their soldiers in their homes. Any of this sound familiar? To completely crush the Jewish religion, Greeks took the statues of Zeus and mounted it in the courtyard of the temple. If the Jews observed the Sabbath, they were put to death. They, had, they were forced to offer sacrifices on the altars of Greek idols. 
the Jewish educational system, which is one of the greatest educational systems ever, was entirely altered. You could lose your life, not just your job. But a few Jews stayed true to the principles and the values. They knew the truth about their rich and vibrant heritage. And in spite of this cultural revolution that was happening all around them, the death that they were promised, they held on to their history and their ideals. Led by the Maccabees. They united to push out the Greeks and save their nation. And it took years. But they remained valiant and they wore down three great Greek armies. And they defeated the army. And the Jews returned to their temple. There they took the statue of Zeus and they shattered it and cleaned the temple. And then they went to light the great menorah. Now by Torah law, the flame of the menorah in the temple can only be lit with specially prepared olive oil, pure. They couldn't find any. They found one small flask. It was only going to burn for one day. And it would take them eight days to produce any more. So what could they do? They needed to light the menorah. So they did. And that one day's worth burned for eight days. That's why Hanukkah lasts eight nights. The Talmud says that we, it's important to celebrate and advertise the miracle. People have to recognize the miracle that took place. Hanukkah is about the little light that sheds a great light. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. Today, gosh, don't we sound like we're in the same place? We're allowing ourselves to be assimilated into progressivism and Marxism and anti-Americanism and taught to hate ourselves, even our own color, just not our culture. We're being taxed, religion being crushed, statues are being torn down, educational system is being destroyed. We're being asked to sacrifice ourselves and our families on the altar of the statist idols. But let's be like the Maccabees and remain vigilant. Let's stay united in spirit and in principle. Don't let your neighbor or your friend or your family give up or give in. Faith precedes the miracle. But we have to be bold enough to advertise the miracle, to hold on, to hold on to hope, to hold on to each other, to hold on to our history and our traditions, bind generations together. We have to gather and celebrate the light and get in touch with the wonder of our past, the preciousness of the present, and the glory of our future. The holiday season has finally arrived, and for many timeshare owners, uh, that means it's maintenance fee uh, season as well. Congratulations on that. Would you like to get out of that timeshare and stop paying for things that you're not using, can't use, or it was just a bad idea? 
right now with how uncertain everything is, I don't know if you're going to be able to use it again in 2021. I kind of doubt it, but listen, it's time to make a change and timeshare termination team can help you do it. Timeshare termination team. They'll get the process started. You don't don't put it off and don't get stuck with another year of timeshare that you won't use and the maintenance fee. You'll get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare. It's guaranteed they have a record of 100% success. It's 888-GET-YOU-OUT. 888-GET-YOU-OUT or 888-438-8688 or visit them online now at timeshareterminationteam.com. 10 seconds, station ID. I I really like to just can we can we play the video here if you happen to be watching us uh, on Blaze TV of the museum that adjusted the nativity scene uh do we happen to do we happen to have that uh here it is uh the nativity scene as covered by uh ABC News of course you go into the into the church and there you see the nativity scene with everyone wearing a mask. Uh, I noticed the baby's not wearing a mask. Is that because he's Jesus? Or are they finally admitting the truth that children really don't ever get it? Which, which one is it? I'm not sure. Or do they think that that might be a little sacrilegious if we do it to the babe? We, we, we can do it to Mary and Joseph and the angel, but I don't know. Jesus might strike us down. Give me a break. Talk about altering our traditions. All right, coming up in just a second, um, we have uh, Ezra Levant. Now, uh, Ezra is uh, a journalist that started Rebel News, which is kind of like the blaze up in Canada. Uh, And he does the Ezra Levant show. And uh, he, I mean, he is always in trouble in Canada. Well, you think things are bad here. He has just released some uh, top secret documents that were sent to him uh, and they thought they had all been redacted. But what he found out that Trudeau is doing with China against our requests is amazing. Next. This is the Glenn Beck program. There's new research from uh, threat intelligent firms that uh, cyber criminal groups are increasing the use of ransomware. They're changing their techniques and procedures to widen the scope of their cyber attacks. And that expands the pool of people who fall victim to this kind of thing all the time. Cyber criminals, they don't take a vacation. They're working night and day to stay at the top of their game. Unfortunately, uh, most people don't don't even know that they're in trouble. You do. Have you gotten LifeLock yet? Because LifeLock will help detect a wide range of identity threats, things like your social security number on sale in the dark web. And if LifeLock detects your information is being used in the network, they'll send you an alert. And if you become a victim, they'll help you restore your identity. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock will help you feel warm and protected this holiday season. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. That's LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK or call one 800 lifelock 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com promo code back you want the perfect christmas gift 
Join us at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Become a team member and save 10% promo code Glenn. This, uh, this bed here is a real bad mistake. I've, I told the guy who writes our music I needed something about race and uh, he misunderstood. Um, we have... Uh, Ezra Levant on. Uh, he is a guy that you you may know. He's the founder of Rebel News up in Canada, host of the Ezra Levant Show. Um, he is also a good friend of this company and this uh, broadcast. A uh, good friend of mine. He is uh, a guy who, unbeknownst to me, uh, and not because of me, he did it quietly and probably embarrassed that I would say something. Um, but he has given a lot of money himself and then helped raise money for the Nazarene Fund and not doing it for any other reason other than he was looking for somebody who was actually trying to save Christians. And he stumbled across us. And uh, I just have a lot of respect for him and extraordinarily brave up in Canada. Ezra, welcome to the program. Well, thanks very much, Glenn. And uh, congratulations on your work with the Nazarene Fund. Yeah. It is a trustworthy charity and we've sent people over there to iraq to see your good work and that's why we feel so confident that the money is actually going to save christians thank you uh so ezra i watched your broadcast yesterday with bated breath uh because i knew what was coming i you were kind enough to send me the documents before you broke the story uh and so i i was online waiting for you to break the story this is uh, this is quite frightening in a way because Canadians don't know what secret documents were given to you. Uh, I think accidentally, um, but they were given to you and it shows that Trudeau is really deeply in bed with China and really against not only your military, but also the United States government saying, please don't train the Chinese People's Liberation Army, please don't train them up in Canada, and yet he's doing it. Yes, uh, I was shocked. First of all, just to let you know how I got these secret documents, I had seen a report that Canada sent a representative to celebrate the 70th anniversary of uh, the People's Liberation Army Navy. And I thought, what are we doing celebrating the Communist Party's military. Mm -hmm. and, and by the way, China had just seized two Canadian civilians and thrown them in prison as some sort of diplomatic vengeance for the fact that we lawfully arrested and accused oligarch fraudster, the, the CFO of Huawei. So, mm -hmm. so why would we send someone to cheer on this Navy parade? So I asked the government, I filed a Freedom of Information request saying, did we really send someone send me the documents? They didn't just answer that, but they sent 34 pages of other Canada-China military relations, which I never asked for, so it's really weird they sent it. But the crazy part, Glenn, you know whenever you get an access to information, a freedom of information document, there's all sorts of black yeah, yeah. Uh, redactions. Mm -hmm. like it, it looks like a checkerboard. Right. They used the highlighter function instead of the blackout function or something because it's just shaded in gray. Yeah, it's so almost it's, like, it's almost as if the person who did it wanted to point out, you should read these parts. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's 34 pages. So I just want So this is, I didn't steal this. I didn't hack it. It wasn't illegally given to me. It came in the front door and I couldn't believe it. But to get to your point, not only did I learn that Canada went to celebrate the People's Liberation Army Navy, which I think is really gross, but we had 18 joint military projects with the People's Liberation Army, the worst of which is this cold weather warfare that Trudeau invited Chinese troops to a military base in Ontario, CFB Petawawa, to train them in cold weather warfare, the kind of thing that could be used theoretically against us or against China's enemies in India or even in Tibet or Xinjiang. Why are we teaching our enemies all our Well, apparently, apparently that's what the Trump administration said to Trudeau, Trudeau when they found out about it and said, please, even, and it's, it's laid out in this document, even if you don't intend to reveal any secrets, you could accidentally uh, reveal uh, NATO secrets to China. Please don't do this. And, right. and so Trudeau said what? So, well, the chief of the defense staff, so the boss of our army, said, yeah, good point. We'll cancel it. Oh, my God. Trudeau erupted. And he, he basically said, you've got to immediately stop canceling. You can't cancel anymore. There are 18 joint projects going on. The chief of our defense staff canceled one. Trudeau and his staff immediately said, you can't cancel anymore without our permission. And by the one, by the way, this cold weather warfare one that you did cancel, you haven't told the Chinese that yet. You have to work with us, said Trudeau's team, on how to tell it to China so we don't, so they don't lose face. Again and again in this document, it's a warning to the Canadian military not to make the Chinese lose face, not to degrade relations. Everything has to be approved by Trudeau. And the Trudeau side was pressuring the army and saying, why did you cancel this? On what basis? And the army said, well, because of the knowledge transfer and our allies are concerned. And the Trudeau side comes back, and you can see this all in the documents. I post, posted all 34 pages at thechinafiles.com. And so the Trudeau side says, well, was it just the Trump administration or was it any other allies? The, the implication being, Trump. we don't do yeah. anything that Trump says. If it was the Brits or the Australians, maybe. It, I've never seen such documents before they were all supposed to be redacted and now i see why so it's not that trudeau as i as i read these documents and i listened to your um uh your first reveal yesterday it's not that trudeau is trying to get your hostages returned it's i mean you've got three other canadians that have been arrested on drug charges that are now facing the death penalty it seems as though he's not working for Canada as much as he's he loves China. In fact, we have the audio. Here's Trudeau on China. There's a level of, of uh, admiration I actually have for China um, because their you know, basic dictatorship is allowing them uh, to actually turn their economy around on a dime. Because their dictatorship is allowing the, 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 their economy to turn around on a dime? Yeah. Really? Just like his, his father, Pierre Trudeau, was the prime minister in the 70s and early 80s. Mm -hmm. He had the same approach towards Castro, 
towards the Soviet Union, towards communist China. Pierre Trudeau visited all those countries um, for personal reasons. He was a communist sympathizer, and his son, Justin Trudeau, similar uh, praise for Castro, praise for China. And the thing is, some Canadians might think that's just a strange affectation or a quirk. No, no, no. These documents show the sympathy for communist tyrannies goes all the way through our civil service, and they're trying to get the military to go along with it, too. I say again, this winter warfare training was canceled, but 17 other military exchanges with the People's Liberation Army are shown in these documents. I mean, for example, I'm holding in my hand a document that you can see on the Chinafiles.com. We are training one and two star generals in Canada, one or two star generals of the People's Liberation Army. We're training colonels and commanders and majors. And then we're sending Canadians to China to uh, go on exchanges. And I'm worried, for example, there was an event in in, uh, October of 2019 in Wuhan, of all places. We sent nearly 200 Canadian forces, young men and women. And not only was that a propaganda win for China, but I'm worried, putting aside the virus, that we literally sent them to Wuhan the month before the virus broke out. You send 200 young, single men and women, lonely, away from home, discombobulated. Well, maybe some young cadets of the People's Liberation Army sidle up to a lonely Canadian soldier at night and say, hey, you want to go for a beer? And before you know it, there's a honey trap, there's an extortion, or just, you know, what are you doing sending 200 young men and women to Wuhan for a nine-day military games? Yeah. Why, what are you doing? Don't worry about that. We've already, we've gone through this with Eric Swalwell, and and there's nothing to see there. That's not going to happen. Well, one other thing uh, on this. There is there is in some of these documents, they talk about the great firewall um, and a bureaucrat that was disciplined for accessing foreign news on Twitter. Is that a Canadian that was disciplined or can you tell me this story? What does this mean? Yeah, that's actually a crackdown on the use of Twitter in China. Officially, Twitter is banned in China. But if you are savvy with the Internet, you can get around it. So that, in addition to the crazy news about the military exchanges, there's a ton of other things in these documents. Um, One of them is showing how Xi Jinping is cracking down on his own people who use Twitter. Another is in Xinjiang province. That's where the Muslim Uyghur concentration Mm -hmm. camps are. They're using smartphones at police checkpoints to track the movement of these Muslims. That's also redacted. But like I say, you can see everything in these documents. There's amazing uh, intel about how China is using its Belt and Road commercial colonization initiative to basically take command of local economies and wipe out any mention of human rights in trade deals. There really are... I mean, I, I, this is like the Rosetta Stone for it really is. and Chinese foreign policy. I mean, all of and the I, all of the things that are in these documents that you released yesterday, all of the things they're all we all knew, but they always denied. Governments always denied, and now we're sitting here with Trudeau as Prime Minister in Canada, 
and the possibility of Joe Biden, who's in love with China as well. I mean, we are yeah. losing the West to China. Yeah. And and I think the last thing I mean, I'm happy to stay as long as you want, but I, if, I know you're so pressed for time. The one thing I want to say that grossed me out the most is how these partial redactions. So it shows you what they wanted to keep yes. secret was any criticism of China that they thought might offend Xi Jinping. Mm -hmm. So any language that was in any way critical, they were deleting it. Like even the use of the phrase, the Great Firewall. Anything negative. In fact, uh, it's almost as if these redactions were done by the Communist Party of China. And it makes me think of how uh, Durante of the New York Times covered Stalin. Covered up. Why is our diplomatic corps literally blacking out or in this case luckily graying out the proof of the worst things that are going on why are they hiding the tracking of muslims in xinjiang why are they hiding throwing actually there's a paragraph in there about how xi jinping is throwing marxists in jail oddly enough Mm. he's throwing enemies in jail he's a bully both domestically and foreign Why is our own government hiding the true nature of the atrocities? I don't understand that. I really want to invite everybody to go to thechinafiles.com, read the documents yourself. Yes, this is about Canada, but it's also about, I think you can extrapolate diplomatic security state in America, in Europe too. Yeah, and our friendship uh, with Trudeau, uh, uh, not so good, not so good. And again, the leadership going against the things that the average person would believe in. It's pretty frightening stuff. Ezra, thank you so much. God bless. Uh, Thanks, my friend. Bye-bye. You, you, uh, the Chinafiles.com. Check them out. It's pretty remarkable stuff. This is an international story, and uh, it probably won't see the light of day very many places. Uh, American Financing is our sponsor, and they remind you that if you are – If you have a mortgage and it is over 4%, even 3%, you owe it to yourself to call and see if you can get that down. Stu uh, went and got a mortgage a few weeks ago, and he got his down into the twos with American financing. That's insanity. And especially if you have high-interest credit cards, they're charging you what? 18 20%, even 10%. Bring that in and roll that down to 2 or 3%. Do you know how much money you're going to save every month? And use that money to get out of debt. American Financing will help you put your your financial house in order. Call 800-906-2440. They're waiting for your call right now. They work for you, not the bank. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Jim, welcome. Hello. Hi, Jim. You're on. Well, thanks for taking my call, and God bless you, Blaze and uh, Mercury One Network. Thank you. But the reason I called was uh, I'm not a lawyer, and I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn last night, but <laughs> listening to... <laughs> Listening to what they're saying about the lawsuit that Texas has filed with the Supreme Court and the other states' attorney generals that have joined in, it sounds like there's a valid case. 
Mm-hmm. But the concern is, is that the Supreme Court, because of what happened in the year 2000, is not going to even listen to it. And if that happens, I hope I'm speaking for 74 million other Americans. Now what? If we have no justice, if they won't respect the law, th- now what? <sighs> Jim, I- I'm not there yet uh i'm uh perhaps a little afraid of uh arriving there so i am going to watch the supreme court uh and what they do um but you go back to the declaration of independence uh i think off the top of my head to find peaceful means for one group of people who have uh, have tried their best have to dissever the the political bonds that have bound them together. Maybe as perhaps for a peaceful uh, separation. God bless. <laughs>